Good morning, everyone. Uh, good morning for those who are in Washington and good afternoon for those who are following us in Europe and in Turkey. And uh, today we have an important panel on Turkish-American uh, relations in the context of the uh, tension between Turkey and Greece. And we have three distinguished panelists which will discuss the different dimensions of this crisis. The crisis, actually, the Turkish-Greek tension have always been an issue in Turkish-American relations, but recently we see an uh, increasing escalation after the statements from both Greece, Ankara, and Washington. And we will discuss the different dynamics in, this, uh, in the Turkish-Greek tension and its implications on Turkish-American relations today. Uh, we will start with uh, Mitat Çelikpala, and uh, following that, we will move to Nurşin Hoca, and uh, at the end, we, uh, Kadir will provide us a perspective from Washington, D.C. Mitat Hoca, buyurun. Uh, thank you. It's my pleasure to be part of this, this discussion. It is a, a high issue in those days, but, you know, uh, this is not a new concept or phenomenon, in fact, in our region. Both Turkey and Greece are two major actors in this European or even Eastern Mediterranean geopolitical equation. And it has very direct effects on the global uh, developments. And especially Russian-Ukrainian war made everything a little bit complicated. Uh, but this is very important. And I guess both actors acting uh, in a controlled manner to pursue their goals in, this, in these regions from Aegean to Eastern Mediterranean uh, where they have some historical grievances to continue uh, their dominating or continue to dominate their political uh, discourse and environment. This is the thing. And the main issue is on the current agenda it has become whether this quarrel will be transformed into a crisis uh, that could escalate into, you know, into a conflict. And th that makes everyone a little bit furious in, in, in both countries and, of course, the allies as well. And the risk of armed conflict between the two NATO members has not been this high since the Cyprus conflict more than 45 years ago. And this is the thing that we have to uh, think twice. And the current state of play, uh, though, is defined by the fact that in the summer of 2022, there is no contact between the two. This is very important. The process of exploratory talks as well as the confidence building measures have both co seems collapsed down. And the most worrisome is the uh, high pitch political statements of the political leaders and loss of any form of political engagement. The parties are a little bit alienated. And if the two countries find themselves in a crisis mode uh, that involves a military or naval standoff, uh, as in the summer of 2020, a crisis management effort might be uh, extremely difficult under those circumstances. Uh, what we hear is competing view of how each perceives the other end, the potential um, ways of to minimize the risks of crisis between the parties. Uh, I may say that a fundamental element of the Turkish-Greek uh, kind of a tug of war is one of the perception and misperceptions between the parties. For Turkey, the involvement of the third regional and global parties further complicates an already very complex relationship between the parties. And this is the reason why we are questioning American and European involvement or NATO's position in this equation. Uh, and then Ankara has, from the beginning, attempted to resolve the issue 
bilaterally with, with Greece without outside influence. The bilateral talks are the priority for all of us, but for Athens, uh, maybe it is logical from the, the Greek perspective, the issue is strongly perceived to be one of the Turkish revisionist strategies and threat of war and such uncertainties about each other's intentions are rapidly transformed into a spirit of insecurity. Uh, then Greece trying to be attract international engagement within this equation to balance Turkish attitude uh, and more, more important than trying to uh, utilize its EU membership as an advantageous position, EU status, uh, while at the same time embarking on the huge armament program that involves uh, four or five, 4.5, let's say, generation Rafale fighter jets, state-of-the-art frigates and corvettes, uh, four F-35 fifth-generation stealth uh, fighter jets, and numerous other defense modernization processes. That makes everything much more complicated as well. Uh, as a last point, I may say that both the EU's and NATO's approach on this issue, uh, why it is much more important from Turkish perspective, uh, because you know NATO and the EU have a direct stake in, in this matter for the moment, uh, but both remain divided on how to approach it. This is very serious, or they are not more balanced approach towards the developments in the region or between the two allies. Uh, for EU, the EU has a significant interest in upholding the sovereignty and territorial integrity of its member countries, securing its own energy interest uh, and advancing a political resolution to the conflict in Libya and to effectively manage related refugee and terrorism challenges. This is the EU agenda and Greece is utilizing this agenda very effectively. But for NATO, the priority is to preserve the integrity of the alliance in order to effectively counter external threats in Europe's periphery and beyond. How? This is a big question mark, because efforts to mediate towards the de-escalation as well as to facilitate a process towards the eventual resolution of the issue are uh, overshadowed and undermined by a number of bias statements by the member countries or the leadership of those member countries, uh, high tensions which increase the possibility of conflict as well. Uh, one way or another, as the last word, I may say that the issue is of high priority for all relevant actors, which should be better equipped to de-escalate de the crisis. Uh, if they try to a kind of a role to de-escalate the crisis in a constructive manner, most probably both uh, neighboring countries may find some ways uh, and, and to resolve, not to resolve, but to survive under those circumstances one way or another, because, you know, we have a historical experience, uh, enough uh, experience to, 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 to live together in all those regions. Let me stop here, uh, dear Clutch, and then depending on questions, I am trying to clarify my po position as well. Thank you very much. And for those who have questions, uh, if you are in Zoom session right now, you can write your question to Q&A box here. If not, uh, if you are following us through social media, you can write to the comment section. My assistants will uh, gather the questions and give it to me. And uh, now uh, the floor is yours, Nushinic. 
Okay, um, after a very good explanation of uh, Mithat Hoca's uh, entrance, uh, maybe I would like to uh, approach to the issue from the geopolit geopolitical uh, shifts that is, are in the making in the region and how uh, these are affecting uh, Greece's uh, behavior uh, towards uh, Turkey. Um, uh, I mean, uh, we know that there were uh, times of a period a rapprochement between the two countries when we go back to historical uh, uh, background uh, from the formation of uh, two states. Uh, there are, uh, you know, times that uh, conflicting, conflictual uh, among the two, but also there are, uh, as we know, uh, you know, uh, close relations between two. We even uh, from the very beginning, Venezuela's and Ataturk, and we it's also in our memories that, uh, you know, uh, Papandorian is Jam period, and then you know we can bring up uh, various examples of cooperation and conflictual times. But uh, the main uh, issues uh, that is uh, problematic between the two sides, again, uh, if it's uh, if considering the Aegean uh, basin, uh, it's very well known uh, to uh, every uh, IR students and IR community. Uh, I mean, this has not been changed, uh, but uh, more issues has been uh, conflictual ones added upon to it when uh, Greece, even though uh, she doesn't have uh, the longest uh, coast as if uh, Turkey, uh, that uh, she is uh, also has become involved in geopolitical uh, shifts uh, that is that was uh, explored in the region, especially uh, starting with uh, uh, 2000 onwards. And this was due to major things. One of them was the uh, and uh, with this, it was the maritime border disputes that brought uh, the two sides involving with Northern, you know, Republic of Cyprus as well as uh, Southern uh, Cyprus administration. Uh, so um, this also involved uh, various uh, islands uh, in line with uh, this uh, gas fight, whether uh, they might have uh, their own uh, continental shelf or not. Uh, so these uh, uh, international law issues were added up. And uh, uh, again, uh, what is interesting, uh, uh, things were uh, not going very well uh, up until uh, 22, uh, since the outbreak of our spring and its aftermath when, uh, aftermath when it turned to, uh, you know, Arab winter and the chaos and the turmoil that we have witnessed in the region, uh, where uh, two sides, namely Greece and Turkey, have found themselves in certain uh, conflictual areas like Syria and so on, on opposite sides uh, and supporting opposite uh, uh, groups. And uh, this was also, uh, uh, you know, combined with, uh, again, uh, the uh, debates and disputes about uh, the maritime ordering issues, legal law. And again, uh, uh, for somehow, uh, we have seen that some kind of these uh, alliances, uh, new alliances in the uh, new Cold War has come into a being in which uh, they were flexible and they were issue-based and benefit-oriented, which involved Greece, Cyprus, uh, uh, to a certain extent, you know, Israel uh, and some Gulf states and Egypt. And so Turkey has found itself, especially uh, within uh, the times of 
20s that she was tried to be somehow contained to the uh, Gulf of Antalya in the Eastern Mediterranean due to various issues. And uh, they were facing uh, one another, uh, Athens and uh, Ankara, in different compartments. So um, uh, this has to be changed, uh, especially at the beginning of 2021. And this was due to the how that we have seen in the MENA region, in which Turkey has been able to uh, leg, uh, you know, legitimize in, uh, demands uh, in the region, whether it's uh, related with maritime uh, disputes or whether it's uh, related with uh, gas issues, uh, she didn't repeat back from its legitimate rights, but also she was able to better her relations uh, with uh, the groups that were opposing previously, uh, in which uh, Greece was in uh, those alliances. But I want to say that there was a very uh, small period of uh, time uh, uh, that we have witnessed that as uh, Mitatoja has uh, made a reference to it, uh, you know, now, uh, when this cow was witnessed in the region, uh, again, uh, Turkey uh, was able to uh, a relationship with Greece uh, to uh, some kind of a rapprochement in terms of bringing up these new exploration tools and in which these confidence building measures in NATO uh, was realized. But uh, Turkey was there uh, to uh, see that uh, if there are uh, problems between the two states, uh, these should be solved between the uh, 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 city, uh, two states. Uh, and this was promised by uh, the Greek uh, Prime Minister Mitsotakis. But uh, later on, we have seen that this rhetoric, uh, this rapprochement was not there. Uh, it was especially when uh, Mitsotakis was in uh, visit, uh, during the visit uh, to uh, US at the Congress, uh, he was uh, talking as against uh, Turkey's attempts of attaining, uh, you know, F-16 uh, jets and so on. The story is long uh, to make it shorter. Uh, right after that, uh, we have uh, uh, the escalation between the two sides uh, were uh, to be increased. Uh, this was again uh, due to the uh, Greece attempts of bringing provocations with, uh, you know, these radar locks uh, uh, via uh, S. 300 in Crete uh, made uh, to uh, Turkish fighting jets during the NATO mission even. And then we have seen the, uh, you know, uh, the, the UAV pictures of, uh, you know, demilitarized islands uh, to be, uh, you know, uh, stationed by American heavy uh, vehicles and so on. And uh, since then, uh, we have again uh, seen that uh, America was also uh, helping uh, Greece in uh, terms of, uh, you know, the way she has behaving, especially in violation of international law uh, in regard to the, for instance, demilitarized islands that is uh, supposed to be, uh, you know, according to the uh, international law and the agreements by signed Lausanne and uh, Paris agreements. And uh, this is one thing that was very crucial. And uh, also, again, uh, one other thing that has hurt uh, this relationship and increased this, uh, you know, escalation further is that it is related with Cyprus, of course. Uh, as you know, uh, uh, US decided to lift this arms embargo that was issued uh, previously, so as to find this balance between the two sides, as well as to help to the uh, you know, communal talks to progress. 
And so this was another uh, point of uh, uh, conflict uh, between the two sides, which was involving US also. So, I mean, uh, this is where we stand at this moment, uh, which is not good in terms of what? Uh, first of all, uh, the two sides, uh, uh, you know, uh, what we have seen during this uh, geopolitical uh, shifts and uh, turns over, uh, we have seen that Greece has tried to benefit not only from uh, you know EU organization within in itself and making a propaganda on behalf of herself, but also during the 1920s in these uh, becoming uh, you know uh, whether it's the gas uh, alliance or not uh, whichever uh, being together uh, with other partnering uh, uh, state uh, as against the Turkey she tries to somehow benefit uh, from, uh, you know, oppositional situation. But once this has not worked and Turkey was able to somehow dissolve, dissolve these alliances that were made uh, back in the past in, uh, in uh, related Eastern, uh, Euro Eastern Mediterranean, later on, uh, now at this moment, she's trying to find uh, somehow a kind of window opportunity to work it for uh, herself on the benefit for herself, her positioning, uh, you know, in geopolitical wise. This time she's trying to somehow uh, rely on whether uh, US uh, by signing uh, these uh, mutual defense agreements, actually uh, they were signed in 1990, but in a year wise, if there's no objection, they were, uh, you know, renewed. This is one thing. And also, again, uh, by signing these uh, mutual defense agreements with France, uh, she's trying to rely on whether uh, US or France, or even in the case of uh, Israel, uh, she's trying to build up the alliance as against uh, Turkey, uh, so as to, if possible, uh, to, uh, you know, make her isolated that she couldn't, uh, she couldn't uh, make successfully uh, achieve this in the previous time. This time she's trying to do this with this new alignment that she gets into uh, a relationship with uh, Washington or uh, Paris or, uh, you know, Israel. Uh, well, it is uh, not the same situation that we are facing previously from historical, uh, you know, uh, experience that the two sides had it. Uh, in during the conflictual times, this, there is no NATO or uh, U.S. Uh, to go into uh, uh, to, into the middle to you know just to uh, balance uh, the situation. This time, it is a pity that U.S. Uh, used to uh, use this uh, you know, balance situation uh, between the two sides, Athens and Ankara, in times of crisis, so that the conflictual situation will not break up uh, to a and uh, this is why I'm a bit concerned that, uh, you know, uh, somehow uh, uh, in the case of uh, times of, uh, you know, a crisis, uh, how would uh, be the, uh, you know, result uh, uh, coming up uh, from any escalation between the two sides, even if it wasn't aimed to be, you know, it could be accidental as well, uh, you know, uh, this is the kind of fragile relationships that we are talking about. And uh, what is interesting, I don't understand uh, why uh, Greece, with this um, great amount of, uh, you know, uh, 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 you know, uh, economic-wise, uh, war situation, uh, the debt-wise, why is she trying, 
somehow uh, you know uh, arm itself uh, and uh, it is if you are if you go and ask to washington it's against russia uh, but uh, it is not uh, easy to uh, you know believe in that story that it is against russia and if it's not who is against it uh, the answer is very simple and i don't understand why in times of uh, you know this uh, new cold war that we are going through i mean uh, depending on this uh, ukrainian crisis uh, maybe uh, athens were a bit uh, in a uh, uh, bad mood that uh, Turkey's geopolitical position uh, has become quite important, especially during the, you know, her successful uh, accomplishment of this uh, grain deal, for instance, that was one indication. And so maybe that is why uh, uh, Greece is trying to uh, rely on this uh, armament itself and uh, having served itself uh, some people call it garrison uh, state uh, for the use of uh, uh, Washington, and it is not a friendly thing among the two neighbors, especially in uh, two NATO neighbors, uh, to be in this uh, mood, I guess. And it's also very dangerous in terms of uh, you know uh, preserving NATO's uh, unit in times of. Uh, very fragile uh, times that we are going either uh, because of this uh, Ukrainian war where it is heading. So this is what I think. I, I'm hope that, uh, you know, um, uh, somehow uh, it is not only the uh, grief uh, that is, uh, you know, provocating, uh, probably as from our uh, uh, historical experiences uh, that we have seen uh, and uh, you know uh, we have heard, we have examined. Uh, perhaps uh, I believe that uh, Greece is being also used by uh, you know uh, great powers uh, to uh, you know uh, somehow uh, uh, to extend uh, their own agendas, the uh, superpowers. So uh, it is my belief. It is the uh, you know oppositional uh, leader uh, Chipras uh, is also. Uh, saying the same thing and, uh, you know, criticizing uh, the uh, stance of the present uh, government, why they are rearming so much so and, uh, you know, giving uh, nine uh, military bases uh, to U.S. Uh, that is what I will uh, talk about at this moment, Kalich, uh, and I'll stop here and uh, we'll wait to uh, answer the questions. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, we will definitely have questions on the Cyprus issue and the okay. Greek domestic politics uh, next, uh, in 2023, probably. Kadir, the impact of this uh, Greek-Turkish uh, tension to uh, Turkish-American relations. Thank you, Kulic, and thank you, uh, Mitat and Norshin Hojas. <laughs> um, so uh, both of them actually uh, already mentioned quite a few things that I wanted to mention, but I wanna briefly just summarize and maybe provide uh, a perspective from the U.S.-Turkey relationship. Um, there's there's always been uh, challenges in the AGMC. We know the uh, occasional tensions rise uh, between the two countries. These are not NATO allies, but uh, there have been uh, disputes over the agency uh, as well as uh, this longstanding Cyprus issue. So this recent round of tensions are a bit uh, different, partly because of uh, regional dynamics that Professor Gunay mentioned, 
uh, and partly because of the uh, evolving U.S. policy in the region. Um, I think uh, the the of course um, the Ukraine the war in Ukraine is something that we cannot ignore. That's contributing to this, especially in terms of U.S. policy. But um, there's also been some serious regional developments in recent years. A um, couple of years ago, when Turkey was in pretty bad terms with you know regional countries, I felt I thought that you know Greek, Greece thought this was an opportune moment to take advantage and establish relations with countries like Israel and Egypt and provide you know Europe with its energy needs. Um, and France was quite active in supporting that initiative. And that was perceived in Turkey as an attempt at uh, isolation of Turkey or pushing Turkey out of the region. Um, but Turkey's maritime deal with Libya uh, was a turning point, I think, um, that, that kind of showed that Turkey was not going to sit idly by and that was going to, uh, it was going to uh, take action. Um, it couldn't be isolated. Uh, in um, on the contrary, uh, these countries needed to engage uh, Turkey. So um, the most recent uh, sort of thaw in relations between Turkey and the Gulf countries, Israel, uh, even attempts at uh, reaching a, a rapprochement with Egypt. Uh, now we have a situation where. Uh, with the, of course, uh, war in Ukraine. Um, now, you know, sort of um, confronting uh, Russia's actions uh, is now more the priority. So we are seeing the United States much more involved in the in the region now, um, both in the in and around Ukraine, of course, supporting Ukraine against Russia. But I think there's been a recognition that. Uh, NATO alliance needs to be strengthened and uh, U.S. support for uh, Greece, I think, partly is because of that. But uh, Professor Çelikbala and Güney mentioned this, uh, I believe, um, that in the U.S. policy, there has been a traditional sort of balancing act when it comes to uh, Washington's support for Ankara and Athens. Uh, but that balance, uh, I'm not sure if it's being perfectly kept these days or it, it might be in danger of uh, being disturbed. Um, why do I say that? Because the recent sort of military uh, deployment, uh, military hardware that, were, that was sold to Greece uh, on top of the Rafael, um, you know, air fighters, uh, jet fighters that Professor Cheikh mentioned, uh, Greece bought them from France, and Greece wants to also buy F-35s from the United States. Um, so if those scenarios played out as Greece would like, that would uh, certainly upset the uh, balance between uh, the two nations in terms of their military capabilities. Again, we, we have to remind everyone these are NATO countries and a potential conflict could, would be probably short-lived and they would have to find a solution quickly. But uh, because of the um, 
sort of magnitude of the regional shifts, uh, you know, with the Ukraine war and uh, gas needs of Europe, uh, things are moving much more uh, quickly. And there's, I think, more danger of a potential conflict. Um, but the most recent news, at least the F-16s that uh, sales that was, uh, that the United States might uh, might give to Tur Turkey might reassure Turkey a little bit. Uh, but I think uh, defense cooperation conversation needs to be strengthened further because, uh, as I said, if Greece is uh, receiving all the support uh, it needs and wants from Washington, but Turkey is having a hard time, uh, then that will alienate Turkey and then it will increase the uneasiness, Turkish uneasiness about uh, Greek uh, military actions or Greek military's capabilities, increasing capabilities. And that will have implications both for NATO's unity uh, and also the, the Turkish-American relations, uh, which, you know, uh, as you and I discuss a lot, Kulic, that, you know, there are many outstanding issues and they're not going to be resolved easily anytime soon. Uh, but at least on the defense, when uh, the United States is trying to keep NATO together, unified against Russia or over war in Ukraine, um, it becomes even more critically important that, you know, Washington and Ankara talk to each other on a lot more in robust ways. Let me stop there. We have a set, thank you, Kadir. We have a set of questions. I will start with uh, Mitat uh, Hoca. Uh, you mentioned the confidence building measures uh, and the exploratory talks failed. What was the reason of that failure and can they be revived again? You are mute, I guess. Sorry, sorry. Uh -huh. Uh, of course, it's a possibility, and diplomacy is, is the, the pillar of this this the, the build, uh, this confidence building measures. And you know, uh, the the issue inflamed, especially just because of what's happening in the Eastern Mediterranean, mm -hmm. and the, the what's happening in Libya, and of course the Cyprus issue. Uh, all of them created a, a negative environment between the parties, mm -hmm. and those disagreements uh, and to the decisions to work together with the other actors or creating a much global or regional uh, new alliances created a, a negative environment and Turkish feeling of isolation, not only by the Greek and the other Eastern Mediterranean uh, partners or let me say neighbors, uh, but the US and EU just pushed everything uh, a little bit more. And therefore this is the turning point and you know, the Turkish-Libya agreements or MOUs, Memorandum of Understandings, created another phase of the escalation and makes the Eastern Mediterranean issue as a Mediterranean issue. Mm. And the EU and NATO member countries who had some issues with Turkey and the Turkish decision makers created a negative environment as well. This is the turning point, uh, and I see uh, questions as well as an answer and to, to the, one of those questions and your comment. I may say that there is a chance for uh, confidence building measures or bringing the parties together. 
Uh, as a departure point, for example, uh, for developing more comprehensive framework for cooperation, a moratorium on controversial statements should be agreed upon. Uh, and turning down aggressive rhetoric is critical in order to avoid a toxic narrative that fires up hardliners in both sides. But, you know, this is an issue in Greece and in Turkey. And we, next year will be the elections here in both parties. This narrative or the firing up hardliners in both sides is an issue. We have to alienate ourselves from the, this point. And this is the first sine qua non in order to start a rebuilding at the current almost total lack of trust and confidence. Uh, now parties getting alienated day by day, and this is very serious. Uh, and in the past, the rapprochement came as a result of major clash or crisis within the region itself. And there is no need to wait for a new catastrophe to happen in, in our region. There are fundamental differences uh, between the parties, but the principle of peaceful coexistence and resolution should be rediscovered. Uh, and the, the process of exploratory talks, political dialogue, and a well-prepared meeting at administrative level should be a short-term goal. This may help to develop a confidence measures, building measures within the region. And I see this is a possibility and the escalation is essential, uh, but you know, it should not be the end goal. We cannot move uh, forward with the escalation. The escalation is a just starting point and, and should not be end goal as long as the current impasse remains unaddressed. The risk of regional instability is high. Uh, as a first step, the two can exchange non-papers, setting out ideas and practical proposals and consider silent moratorium on seismic research, for example, drilling activities on demilitarized areas. And we should get together. And additionally, an agreement on limiting naval exercises and restarting the extension, extended confidence building measures uh, talks without prejudice to be position of the two could be agreed upon and then we may forward. Uh, I'm not that pessimistic at the end, I may say in, in short, but you know, issues are high issues. Uh, Nurshin Hojam and uh, Kadir Bey mentioned in, in very clearly, the third party involvement is very uh, poisonous in, in, in all those e events and developments in our regions. Uh, in order to move forward, we have many issues. We may cooperate on energy issue as well. Is that the Ukrainian-Russian war created a fertile ground for all of us. But, you know, isolation of Turkey or Turkey in all those regional uh, schemes and mechanisms is not helpful. Therefore, what I am expecting from the Greek side, most probably, to invite Turkey in all those regional uh, mechanisms to move forward, then afterwards it's a possibility uh, to move forward in terms of confidence building measures and to restart a kind of a, a new uh, talks between the parties. Thank you very much. Uh, before going to Nurshin Oja uh, about the Cyprus issue and some other questions, do you see this period, Mithat uh, do you see this period as an exceptional one in regards to Turkish-Greek relations or uh, have there been similar uh, tensions, similar crises before that was contained. So is it uh, the uh, is it are we going through an exceptional time in terms of the uh, degree of tension between two countries? Uh, I guess so. Why? Because, you know, beforehand, there are some single issues between the parties and the parties are concentrated on those single issues to move forward and try to concentrate on the topics. But now we have 
extremely extensive course of events and we disagree almost on all those issues and they try to remind or backing back in front uh, all those aging related issues for example we used to live under the current circumstances between the parties and nato and the eu connections help us to survive and beforehand all those rapprochement between the parties uh, human to human relations third parties involvement created a kind of a positive atmosphere and we do not touch those issues as a negative issues but now we link all those issues delimitation uh, regional uh, alliances to make them an international and regional to alienate each other uh, libya uh, turkey's relations with nato especially the us involvement and all those bases and just next to, the, to those extension of those events uh, russian ukrainian were also as a factor for example now the us is uh, supporting and logistically acting via uh, Greek uh, territories and the bases. And Turkey is trying to balance what's happening in the Black Sea area. And you may add the Black Sea developments as well in the future. And Turkey is in need of developing a kind of a new policy perspective, dealing with not only the Black Sea, but the Eastern Mediterranean. And you should not put Aegean related issues aside. And then if a kind of a complicated future is expecting Turkey in terms of security and, and other uh, humanitarian issues, then the Greeks need to, to understand the perspective. Of course, you cannot compare Turkey and, and Greece uh, in terms of the, the heavyweight and, and small actor. And this is the reason they try to uh, internationalize the issue. Uh, therefore, this is a unique period. And this is the reason why I am saying that the third parties, especially the US and EU, has to be much more careful, careful twice, in fact, comparing the previous period. Uh, Nurshin Hoca, uh, there's a question about uh, the recommendation of the uh, panelists to the policymakers in regards to resolving this crisis. But uh, I will address that question to you as well. But before that, I want to ask uh, where you put the Cyprus issue in this. Uh, Mitatoja just mentioned that the uh, number of issues are this time uh, more than any other period in the history, including Eastern Mediterranean, the Asian Sea disputes. And on top of that, do we have a Cyprus issue? And can Cyprus issue be uh, something that accelerate this uh, disagreements and disputes between the two countries? Or do you, if you try to be optimistic, do you see Cyprus crisis to play a more constructive role in this relation? Well, um, uh, when I say Cyprus, the issue was always uh, a, a tough issue between the two sides, uh, uh, in addition to uh, problems that we have uh, between uh, Athens and Ankara. Uh, but uh, again, uh, this was not due to Turkey, as you know. I'd just to remind you two things. In uh, 2014, it was unlikely uh, that Turkey, Turkey, Cypriots, uh, 
saying yes uh, to referendum uh, to unite uh, with the South, uh, and it was the uh, Greek ship that rejected. And uh, lastly, it was uh, this uh, communal uh, talks uh, between the two sides. Uh, lastly, it was, as far as I remember, it was 2017. It was uh, Chris Montana uh, that uh, it was the Greek Cypriot sides that left the uh, table, negotiation table. So after that, uh, as far as I have an experience of living in Northern Republic of Cyprus for about two and a half year, I teach there at the university. So I know what living under uh, sanctions. So this is one thing that has to be bear in mind. Uh, I mean, so many things has been promised uh, for uh, uh, Northern Cypriots, uh, uh, especially before, uh, you know, Amman Pilan and right after that, uh, you know, uh, uh, despite uh, uh, given promises to Northern Republic of Cyprus, uh, uh, the southern part was uh, invited uh, to become a member EU and things have changed so far after that because the South hasn't left with any incentive to, uh, you know, initiate uh, come to a certain point uh, with uh, the North. What I'm trying uh, to say is that after so many periods of, uh, you know, these back and forth uh, of these actions, they haven't come to uh, any point uh, in a positive way. So uh, previously, uh, we have seen at the presidential uh, elections in Cyprus, it was the Northern Republic, uh, you know, the Northern uh, uh, Republic of Cyprus, uh, the people, the Cypriots uh, have, uh, Turkish Cypriots have decided to say yes, this time to have an independent uh, sovereign state of their own because uh, promises were uh, not uh, fulfilled uh, and the sanctions were there. So, I mean, uh, they decided that, you know, wise, uh, they were going to go uh, and support their own way of having an independent state. And that is how they have elected uh, Mr. Tatar as the president of uh, Cyprus. And since then, we know that Turkey is also giving uh, a support to this, uh, which is a legitimate one. And, uh, since we have seen that uh, both Greece as well as uh, EU was against this decision. Uh, and uh, from the point of view, uh, how can I uh, expect uh, that, uh, you know, uh, uh, the situation where the sectors uh, uh, is standing, the, the issue, uh, is doesn't seem to be uh, going anywhere as long as, you know, uh, the Westerners uh, that are support uh, the South, as well as the EU, the uh, US, uh, despite uh, the uh, legitimate uh, rights of the, uh, uh, you know, Cypriots uh, in the North. And uh, this is another uh, deadlock that I am seeing, you know. And uh, what is, on the other hand, in practical life, uh, uh, what uh, some changes are happening, you know. Even though, again, uh, Southern Cyprus uh, going along with uh, Greece uh, to get into any counter-oppositional uh, alliances that there will be uh, in the making as against uh, Turkey, whether it's the gas issue, whether it's the maritime uh, the, the limitation, uh, bordering the limitation issue, uh, even if it's not uh, limited, uh, international wise. And this is not uh, changing, even though, uh, you know, uh, even US has decided that it's 
EastMap project is not going to work. It has uh, the metro its support uh, given to that, uh, and uh, this is uh, this is the uh, dilemma that we are facing. And but on the other hand, as I said, uh, you know, even uh, after right after Brexit, uh, the Brits and the people that are living in both South and the Northern Republic of Cyprus, uh, we know that uh, uh, there are going to be flights uh, happening uh, from uh, Great Britain uh, to, uh, you know, Northern, uh, uh, you know, uh, Cyprus. Uh, this is going to be a direct flight. So this is an achievement. Uh, again, in practical wise, uh, we are hearing that uh, from uh, Russian media that uh, uh, Russia will soon going to have a mission uh, opening in uh, Northern Republic of Cyprus, uh, though it is uh, going to be uh, associated uh, with the one in uh, Southern Cyprus. So practical wise, so things are moving because the so comes of uh, you know people uh, and as well as uh, in Cyprus, uh, even in the north. And uh, again, the geopolitics is all changing. So I mean, what the West is doing so far about Cyprus uh, was not uh, legitimate and right, not right. But uh, as I said, things are moving, and uh, so we will see. Uh, Evolve, uh, and uh, I'm hopeful. I'm trying to be hopeful for the sake of, uh, you know, North and Turkish Cypriots that they would uh, soon have their own government. Uh, and you know, uh, in Turkic state organization, they might be having an observer state soon. That is what we have heard. So these are practical, maybe gradual uh, steps, but things seems to be uh, moving and changing. But I'm not sure that this is gonna work to, uh, you know, assure Greeks or Southern Greeks uh, to change their manner and state where they stand at this moment. Uh, and this could be, uh, again, continue to be another problem as it used to be, as along with uh, aging, prob uh, you know, aging-based problems we have with Greece. But uh, it depends, uh, you know, how. Uh, other great powers, as well as, uh, you know, like, uh, like Britain, who has pieces in uh, Cyprus, uh, might uh, start to behave. But there's a long way to go, I guess. Uh, Kadir, thank you, uh, Nurshin Hocam. Kadir, uh, there, there was a question about the uh, two, three policy suggestions to both Turkey and Greece. I want to address that, but I also want to ask you if there is any constructive role that U.S. can play, because... Uh, whenever there's a Turkey-Greece uh, tension, uh, many people remember the Karda crisis that happened in 1990s, when United States played the role of uh, basically mediating that dispute, at actually temporarily freezing the dispute. Do you think United States at this point, uh, we, uh, Mitat Hoca talk about the third party involvement will not bring any good at this point to the uh, relation, but do you expect United States to play a constructive role in this crisis. And following that, uh, I will ask you the uh, policy suggestions you have for Greece and Turkish foreign policy makers. I mean, the U.S. can play a constructive role, but is it willing to do that? And is does that have uh, does it have that kind of uh, strategic mindset right now? I I feel like uh, when it comes to Turkey related issues, uh, Washington is trying to do bare minimums um 
uh, F-16 deal uh, is normally should not have been an issue because uh, Turkey has been using F-16s for a long time. It's the backbone of its Air Force and asking Washington uh, for uh, the sort of upgraded models, new generation of F-16s um, should not have been such an issue. But beyond that, what I'm trying to say with that is uh, unfortunately, Washington doesn't seem to be interested in trying to uh, create a new kind of uh, dynamic in Turkish-American relations, but rather contain the crises, diffuse the tensions for the time being, but uh, it is not interested in building a, a kind of new uh, relationship. And that's a, that's a problem. So when you lack that kind of perspective, it's uh, hard for the United States to have a seriously impactful uh, role in not just diffusing tensions between Turkey and Greece. I think uh, both countries being NATO allies, they have mechanisms that they talk to each other when, to diffuse tensions, uh, that, but that's not uh, the, the creation of a um, new momentum, if you will. Um, I think the the policy suggestion question is related to this, Kulic, uh, because um, the two countries, I feel like both the Asian Sea uh, maritime borders issue and the airspace issue, and uh, less so for Cyprus. Cyprus has the EU dimension, but the Asian Sea issue especially have to come from, uh, some sort of agreement have to come from uh, the two sides. They this is not a sustainable situation. These islands, if, they, if Greece uh, tried to make it 12 miles, as they've been discussing, it, it's literally not possible, practically. Uh, it, it, it infringes upon Turkish borders. Uh, it's against uh, a lot of the maritime uh, law. I'm not a legal author, uh, legal person, obviously, but uh, all the scholars we listen to, uh, it doesn't really have a similar uh, argument around the world. Um, so I think that part especially uh, will have to come from uh, Greece and Turkey themselves, and U.S. can facilitate, U.S. can, you know, help uh, as a third party, perhaps, as a constructive uh, role, but... Um, I think that will have to come from the two sides. Cyprus, I think, you know, the, the EU and uh, United States, like Professor Cherikpala mentioned, they made serious critical mistakes. Now, uh, Northern Cyprus does not have a lot of uh, uh, options right now. Uh, the Southern Cyprus have not just been admitted to EU, um, but recently, be, uh, they're being now rewarded by Washington for uh, seemingly, let's say, resisting uh, sort of Russian uh, attempts at, uh, you know, in, uh, increasing their profile in the island. So Washington is rewarding uh, Southern Cyprus, and in the past, EU also rewarded them with membership, and it, that doesn't leave a lot of options for uh, Northern Cyprus and Turkey. Uh, there, I think uh, we need a broader um, uh, sort of uh, 
conversation between relevant actors, uh, EU, United States, Turkey, Turkey, and Greece. And that has to happen quick because I don't see a lot of different options for Northern Cyprus other than uh, some sort of independence declaration. And that might be uh, coming soon uh, if it goes uh, like this, because if the, our, the island becomes more militarized uh, and then the Aegean islands are also being militarized, uh, Turkey will feel more and more threatened and it might uh, resort to these uh, unilateral actions. And then again, United States and EU will feel the need to diffuse tensions. So they have to be more proactive. And I think uh, the Turkey and uh, uh, Greece have to speak uh, to each other about a maritime deal that will resolve, you know, the, there's a Lausanne agreement and then there's the Paris agreement. Uh, they can take that, take those as basis and create an agreement that will be long lasting uh, between the two of them, uh, recognizing each other's interests. Uh, that would be my policy suggestion. Thank you. I have uh, one last question. We have less than five minutes left. Uh, what do you think about the linkage between the ongoing transformation of international system and the increasing escalation between Greece and Turkey? Uh, let's start with you, uh, Mitatojan. Uh, you mean this the, is one of the audience questions? You mean developing uh, the systemic changes? Yes. After yes. the Russian war. Uh, yeah. yeah, there are some some pushes, of course, and they try to analyze Turkey's position, whether Turkey may continue uh, for, to follow a kind of an autonomous position in some some different issues and whether Turkey has a potential and capacity to follow its own interests. Uh, if it is necessary, not consulting with the other actors, this is the question mark and this brings the question of Turkey's relations with Russia, of course, and what will happen in the near future? And uh, I try to say that Turkey's neighboring regions are changing in terms of security and then geopolitic, uh, geopolitical developments pushes Turkey to change its policies or policy priorities in all those regions from north to the south. Uh, therefore, uh, we cannot refrain, we cannot say that it's not affecting Turkey's positions against, against Greece and other allies and it has some direct effects on it but you know what what is clear in this position in, in this point uh, turkey's position or turkey's perspective turkey acting as if it's a western actor nato member country uh, you, all the member countries and allies trust on turkey's approach and policy perspectives in all those regions and then we have to resolve those issues within ourselves if not it may affect the regional balance very severely and Turkey's security and foreign policy perspective as well. Uh, therefore, there is a connection, a very, very close connection between those issues. And this was the reason why US has a potential and EU has a potential to play a constructive role beforehand. Why now they are they have seen by Turkey as a, a kind of uh, string actors of the issues within the, all those regions. And now EU and the other actors are the part of developments and resolution in, in Cyprus issue and Eastern Mediterranean issue, what's happening in all those regions. And then they have to play a kind of a constructive role 
to, to, to invite the parties uh, to work together. Maybe this is the point. Thank you very much. Nurshin Hocam, the same question. The impact of the changes in international system to Turkey-Greece relations. We have two minutes, so one minute for you, one minute for okay. Okay, I mean, uh, what I'm seeing is that uh, the uh, changes are uh, very fluid. Uh, so Turkey ha seems to be resetting its position according to these uh, important changes. Uh, but so far, she tries to keep her neutrality, especially during the Ukrainian war, and tries to say that uh, she is uh, having a third way other than, uh, you know, uh, uh, choosing uh, the opposite sides, for instance. And what is interesting, again, uh, she has been maybe called the swing actor, as uh, Mitafo just said. Uh, as far as I see, the West in general, and particularly EU and US, uh, what uh, uh, being constructive in uh, you know, bringing the sides Greece and uh, Turkey together is uh, because I guess they're playing for the time. That's what I think so. They're waiting for elections. But uh, this is not going to help because uh, the situation is so fragile all around Turkey. Turkey, it's not only a matter of, uh, you know, what's happening between uh, Athens and Ankara. It's about uh, more uh, of a, a geopolitical uh, great game that uh, we are seeing. They need to wake up very soon, I hope. I hope they will. Thank you very much. And Kadir. Uh, thank you, Kulich. Well, there are several things that are going on that, that are transforming the international system. You know, post-COVID situation, the supply chain issues, energy shortages, global, you know, economies is being redefined. Then you have the let's say, return of NATO debates, uh, you know, due to the Ukraine war. And that NATO is going to be uh, seriously transformed. It's not the uh, NATO of post-Cold War where it's, it, it lacked a strategic uh, sort of uh, vision. Um, now it's trying to address many more issues, including, um, you know, uh, global issues as well as regional issues. So, and then you have the UN system. There is now serious criticism of the UN system. Turkey has been talking about this for a long time, but last, you know, in September, we heard President Biden talk about it, uh, UN Security Council's uh, ineffectiveness and, diff, you know, uh, basically it's serving the interests of the great powers. Uh, so that's, those are some of the major things that are happening in the international system. And the region continues to be unstable and that unst instability is expanding to Black Sea region, Eastern Europe, uh, in the Middle East, all around uh, Turkey. So of course, uh, this is uh, having an impact of, on Turkey's profile. Turkey has strengthened its uh, footprint around the region on a number of uh, scenes, Libya, Syria, Caucasus, even Ukraine. Uh, but then Greece is uh, trying to uh, find itself uh, some space with the American support. Uh, I think it has direct inf uh, impact on the, on the recent tensions. And that's why I was saying at the beginning that this round of tensions are feel different to me. Uh, so, uh, but the good thing is they have a NATO anchor. They just need to think more uh, creatively about that anchor and 
create a lasting solution uh, because next round of tensions, we may not be able to just diffuse the tensions. That's my fear. Thank you very much. Thanks you uh, for the panelists and thank for those who ask uh, questions uh, for us. I couldn't uh, address all of those questions, but we will continue to have panels and meetings about this issue, uh, especially in the, in the next couple of uh, months. So uh, hope to see you again and have a good afternoon.